perfect, man. So how so how are you doing, man? Uh, how is uh, how is COVID in general and the whole pandemic been on you and the family? Good, man. Uh, it's been great. You know, we were able to train all throughout uh, shutdown and everything. You know, the beginning was um, sneaking into the gym. You know, doing like double sessions once a day instead of doing our two three sessions a day, and then maybe doing our strength and conditioning places where we could, uh, which was every day. But we were doing it. You know, I was doing some at home, some at our. Uh, a lot of time spent at Hudson Rose Athletics in Wilmington, North Carolina, where I live, um, because we were able to get in there and he was able to put so much time in us. So I ended up doing strength and conditioning like every day uh, for that first camp, which would have been my fight with Hubbard. You know, I ended up getting getting COVID. Um, I was fine, healthy. I ended up testing negative multiple times. Obviously, I'm here. So, um, but it wasn't it wasn't very bad for me. You know, I had a little bit of fatigue, some back pain, but nothing crazy, and I uh, was able to train through it because a couple other teammates had it. So. All in all, we've been absolutely fine. I'm just very, very happy and fortunate to uh, to be out here right now for the fight. Yeah, so I want I want to talk a little bit about that 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 COVID test put a little bit of a, a delay on your return. I mean, how did it feel not being able to compete back in June? Uh, yeah, it was frustrating. You know, it was um, it was stressful just in the sense of when am I going to get the fight again? Because then I, as soon as that fight got canceled, I saw the August, the July and August cards booking up and. Uh, you know, my wife is due with our first child in September, so I didn't want to fight in September if I could help it, but beggars can't be choosers. So it was just a stressful time wondering when I'm going to get the call, and I stayed in camp all along like I had a fight coming up because I just putting, you know, having good faith that it would it would pay off, and, and it did. So, um, you know, stressful for a short time, but worthwhile in the long run because I'm here now. I'm completely ready to go. I've been more ready than I've ever been because I've been training for months and months and months like I had a fight, you know, and, um, you know, Everything happens truly for a reason. Um, I truly believe that was just the plan for me, and I'm here now, and I'm ready to go. Congratulations, by the way, on uh, on the baby. Um, Thank you. That does that add a little bit of extra motivation for for uh, Saturday night? Um, yes and no. You know, obviously, it's added a lot of uh, purpose to my life. You know, motivation is such a fleeting feeling. Uh, motivation is when you get them. You know that random day when you wake up and your legs aren't sore and you're like, Oh man, this is great. Like I'm excited to go do air nines. And, um, so it's a fleeting feeling, but purpose is, is forever, you know? So I, I have a redefined purpose with my daughter on the way, you know, and, uh, that's something that's not going to make me emotional or make me, uh, you know, fight too hard or fight too little or, you know, like motivation is like up and down and up and down. And this is just steady. So, um, yeah, you know, motivation would be the word for sure, but I think it's more purpose. I've got a really big purpose with my family um, behind me and, you know, my family to go home to. So, and also, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you know, for me, I'm such a competitor. Like, uh, competing is everything to me. And it almost puts things in perspective sometimes of, you know, competition is super important in my life, but there's something that's more important than that, you know, other than my faith, and that's my family. So, um, having those things, like the tri- you know, the trifecta of uh, the hierarchy of needs, you know, where I have, my faith at the top because without that I wouldn't have, you know, be the man I am to be for my family. And then underneath that is fighting and, and, you know, they're all very, very important in my life, but it kind of puts it into perspective. So it's just been a very, very good time to be home during quarantine, had a lot of time to think, had a lot of time to spend with my wife and uh, a lot of time to train. So all the, all the key areas of my life I've been able to really, really work on, which has just been amazing. So I want to go back to that, uh, to that fight there. Uh, the fight that fell through, I mean, he still fought, how did it feel watching him, uh, you know, pick up the win, um, you know, back home, not being able to compete? Yeah, it was frustrating, you know, not because he didn't have a great fight. He had a great fight. Yeah. Uh, it was just frustrating because, and now it's easy to sit. I'm on a couch right now. It's easy to sit on a couch and go, I could have done this or that. And I'm not even saying that. I just know that I would have answered the bell, you know. And, and it's not a knock on 
uh, Roshkoff, like very tough guy, very skilled guy. Uh, I think the moment maybe got the better of him. I know he's a very talented, tough guy, but um, just frustrating for me because I know that I've been in tough fights like that. I've been battered. You know, my first loss, I kind of had that adrenaline dump of never being out of the first round. This is years ago, and um, just kind of clocked in for two rounds, knowing I was taking a beating. I didn't really. I don't think I landed one punch. And, uh, I just know that I'm I'm tougher than that in tough moments. So. You know, if anything, I think it could have turned into a fight of the night performance for us, even if that would have happened to me, you know, which I don't think that's what's going to happen. I'm very, very prepared, but um, frustrating for sure. But, uh, hey, we're rebooked, and I, I got to watch one more extra fight of footage on them, so can't complain about that. That extra two months, you, you said you got to watch some extra footage. That extra two months, do you think that's going to benefit your performance? Or uh, do you think, like, you were ready then, and now it's just, like, I'm prolonging it? Or do you yeah, think the two uh, months is going to be super beneficial? I was, I was ready then. I was. But that was coming off of, you know, if you, if you go 12 weeks back from that, that was the first set of lockdowns in the U.S. And we were, like I said, we were able to train, but maybe there would have been that mental of like, oh, man, I was going, doing double sessions at night instead of wrestling in the morning and doing this at night or whatever it might be. And, um, you know, for that first camp that would have been for him, I wasn't able to get to Jim O, which is our MMA camp out in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, Gastonia, North Carolina, um, which is about four hours from where we live. So we go up there every single week in camp for two days and we put it all together. You know, I was, I was all at Salt Dog Jiu-Jitsu, which is amazing, but maybe I would have just felt out of routine or something like that. As soon as that uh, fight got pulled, you know, in North Carolina, we're able to train again as professional athletes. So I got a whole nother 12 weeks or so or whatever it ended up being of being able to train the way I do. So I really got two full camps. So I think it's a blessing in disguise for me. I'm going to be at my absolute best. So uh, there really is no stone unturned for, for Saturday night. When that fight fell through, uh, the day after, two days after, a week after, is that the fight you still wanted? Like, I know I've talked to some people who are like, you know what, the, fell, the fight fell through, I was ready for it, it's time to move on. Or, or were you happy to get uh, his name opposite yours on the contract? I was definitely happy to get his name opposite the contract, but it looks for like a little while, it might have been some other people, and maybe they weren't ready, or just they got other opponents, or whatever it might have been. So uh, I kind of had quite a few names tossed out there, and we ended up back at Hubbard. It wasn't quite the, uh, you know... Oh, this fight got canceled. Let's rebook it right away. And, um, it just ended up going through the cycle again, and he was available and ready to fight. He's a game dude, very tough guy. I think he was excited coming off that performance to get back in there. So it just worked out perfect. But uh, glad to see some a name that I was familiar with because I had already, you know, had two three weeks of preparing for him in June, and now we're here again. I had another two three weeks of preparing for him. So um, yeah, just very very fortunate that I was able to. I had him in mind all along just because that was my last scheduled opponent. So. Uh, just kind of kept that in mind so I had a face to train for and ended up being him. You talked a little bit about it. Um, talk a little bit more about what sorry. you thought. I just got to the door real quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Hey, hey. Sorry, I'm good. <laughs> sorry about that, man. Oh, it's all good. So what's your thoughts on him as, a, as an opponent? You, you touched on it a little bit, but he comes from a very, very good camp, possibly camp of the year. So what's your thoughts on him and his team? Uh, yeah, much respect to them, man. They've got, uh, you know, Gaethje's going to fight for the world title. A bunch of guys having great performances. But uh, that being said, you know, I think I come from one of the best camps in the world, you know. Uh, got some really, really fantastic coaches behind me. I mean, uh, the performances that have been coming out of our gym in Gastonia, North Carolina, you know, a small little gym on the East Coast here. And we have, you know, uh, just some of the some of the best fighters you could ever have. We've got uh, Scott Holtzman, you got Brian Barrena's coming back in September. Everybody saw what Impic Saganai did last week, and now he's going to turn around again and fight like that, uh, you know, next weekend. So uh, Friday night we have John Salter fighting in Bellator. So we've got a bunch of a bunch of world class fighters in there 
and then other guys that maybe haven't even been heard of yet. So um, I think the benefits of that is we're all under the same coaches. You know, we all have very individualized attention. Um, and I'm not to knock a mega camp like that. It's just, it's different, right? You're, you're kind of left to your own devices there, I think. Whereas I am in touch with all my coaches every single day. You know, I've got, uh, you know, with our head coach, Jeff Jimmo, we communicate all the time. He's right here right now. Like we're ready to go for Saturday night. My boxing coach is literally, I think I'm one of his only pro fighters he works with, you know? So we're constantly focusing on what I can do to get better. Uh, with John Salter, who I trained at Salter Dog Jiu-Jitsu, and then we go to Jim O together, we're able to do this together. So we're going through this together. I have, like, direct tutelage, you know? And then with Hudson Rose Athletics and Strength and Conditioning, uh, I've got a coach that's focused on us. He knows how to train professional athletes. He has other – not other fighters, other athletes in other sports. We're his only two MMA fighters, and we're scheduled at the same time slot. So we are the main focus of all of our coaches, and I think there's something to be said for that. Uh, they have an amazing team going out there, so – I would never knock their process. Obviously, it works, but I think this is the best setup in the world for me personally. I uh, I used to be a swimmer, and one of the things I always found is I always put my cap on before my goggles. It was just something that got me in the in the right mindset. If I did it the other way around, I felt a little bit uneasy. I don't didn't know if I was my race was going to go well. This pandemic and, and this fight week has to be so so weird. How has it been trying to like prep? Uh, it's got to be very, very different than what you're used to. How has fight week been different than usual? And how have you kind of adjusted to, uh, to the difference? Yeah. Um, well, I think with fighting, you know, there's so many variables. So we can never get, you know, set on one thing. I want to do it. And we have things we like to do. You know, everybody's like that. Um, but with everything going on, you, you just can't plan for that. And the one thing that uh, my strength and conditioning coach, Hudson Rose, the entire time we've been training throughout this pandemic, I said the same thing is our vision is greater than the circumstances. So whatever happens, like the other day, one of my last strength and conditioning sessions, USADA came super early and it was, I was trying to sleep in so I could go have a good hard push and they woke me up at like 6.30 in the morning, you know? And I got up and I did what I had to do and then I went to strength, strength and conditioning and we still had a great session, you know? But he was, I was mad about it, I was whining about it when we were warming up and he's like, dude, the vision is greater than the circumstances. And that's all it's been throughout the pandemic is, okay, you won't let us train in the morning. You're going to call the police on us. Then we're going to go in at night when you're not there. We're going to train, you know? Okay, cool. I can't go in and, uh, you know, hit pads here. Then we're going to meet at a park and we're going to hit pads. So I think it's just, uh, and I think that's why fighting, especially you watch the UFC fights have been phenomenal all pandemic. You watch these other sports, not so much. They're kind of prima donnas, you know, they're not used to it. Guys are holding out for, you know, more money or they're not safe or whatever it might be. But fighting, we have to adapt, right? We've got to you know, I can plan to go out there and not get hit. That's great. It's not going to happen. you got to be ready for whatever's going to happen. So same thing with the training is uh, the vision has been great in the circumstances and we're just ready to go. One thing that's also been very different um, in fighting is the empty arena. You've had experience on the Contender Series competing in front of a small crowd. How do you think that's going to affect your performance? I mean, do you are you someone that feeds off the crowd or do you like being able to hear the commentary in both corners? No, I mean, I think it's fantastic. It's a great feeling to walk out in front of, you know, I think there was like 10,000 people there uh, in D.C. And it, it was amazing. It's great. It's a rush. But I wish they could all disappear when the fight starts. I don't need praise from, uh, you know, a bunch of drunk people in a crowd. It's cool. I mean, I, I love anybody that reaches out and fans. It's great. It's amazing. But that being said, you know, I come from a jiu-jitsu background. You know who cared about my jiu-jitsu matches? A purple belt? Nobody. You know, just me. I don't even think my coaches did. So um, I've always said it. And we said it about the guys. Like, sometimes you have guys that don't show up to the gym to train. They're kind of lazy. I always said they were doing it for attention, right? Is if you just showed up with your coach and they showed up with their coach and nobody knew the result, would you do it? That's what I would always say. And I definitely would. I've got to know, you know, I've got to know how good I can be. 
I got to know if I'm better than him. I, I've just got to know because I want to compete. So uh, that's kind of how I, how I fall with it. It's awesome to look back and see your family in the crowd, and um, especially after a win. But this is this is you know this is a different time right now. This is coming out here to provide. This is coming out here to to shine during a time when there's not a lot of positive things going on. So just coming out here and working. This is the mission, and uh, we're ready to go. I don't need a crowd for that. And I think if anything, I really enjoyed the contender series with no crowd. And uh, we had a little bit of a crowd there, but it'll almost be nice not looking up, seeing. You know, some four of the closest people to me, very, very nervous before I fight. It's just going to be me and my coaches, and we're all very prepared and confident. So I think it's going to be a welcome change. I want to touch on a, a big fight that happened last weekend. Daniel Cormier lost uh, in his last fight ever. Possibly, I'm assuming he's retired. At, I kind of built this platform based on making matchups. Um, that being said, is there anybody currently in the UFC or someone that used to fight in the UFC, whether it be guy like BJ Penn or, or Frankie Edgar, is there some, is there a name that you're like, you know, I have to get his name on my resume before it's all said and done? No, definitely not anybody specific. Uh, there's like cool little dream matchups, I guess, but if you got offered them, like I, th- I was saying in an interview before, it'd be cool to fight BJ Penn in his prime because the game's changed so much. Like, was he that amazing? Is it, would he hold up now? Like, we don't know, you know, that'd be cool, but uh, no, definitely not. And definitely not Frankie Edgar because I'd probably sit there and get hit 400 times because I'd be starstruck as my favorite fighter of all time. So that would be like, even if I could hit him back, I probably wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Edgar. So, uh, yeah, that wouldn't be the that wouldn't be the dream fight for me for sure. But, uh, no, nothing specific. You know, I really just want to climb the ranks. I want to work to the, you know, the top upper echelon of the sport. I want to work toward a world title. I want to feed my family and just have a good life and keep doing this. This is what I love to do. You know, that's the crazy part about the early stages being signed to the UFC is – it sounds negative, but for me, it's positive. I want to keep my job. I want to do this. This is what I love to do. So just going out there and beating absolutely whoever they put in front of me. And uh, I'm sure those names are going to get, you know, more dream-type matchups as we go. But right now, I'm not worried about it. I can't go without talking about your last performance. I mean, I, I'll i be honest. I wrote Matt, Matt Wyman's name down when I, thought, when I wrote down who I thought was going to win. Um, I mean, he's a veteran of the game. He's done it all. Did it feel extra special knowing that you beat someone who's kind of been around and he's done it for a long time, or did it feel like any other fight? Uh, no, you know, I think leading in was looking at his last performance before mine, we were a little ner- – uh, you know, I was very confident. I didn't think that was the same Matt yeah. Wyman that we had seen in, in his heyday, you know. But that being said, with all the experience, we knew he's a wily vet. He may have something up his sleeve. And um, even in the end with the talking and then uh, – you know, I kind of woke a sleeping dog there or poked a bear when I said something back to him the one time I did. He got out of back control. So he was cagey and a seasoned vet. So, um, you know, it was a cool fight to have. But I wasn't terribly worried about, you know, the name or anything like that. It was one of those little things as we were walking out being like, holy crap, I used to watch him on Ultimate Fighter when I was like 12. But then I got to put that on my mind, you know. And um, that's the one thing I've always been able to do super well is, and I always talk about it because I got nothing to hide is on fight week. I'm a human being, man. I get nervous. I get excited. I get anxious, this, that, the other thing. As soon as that walkout song plays, I don't even know that guy that walks out there. I dial in, and, and it doesn't matter if I'm fighting Matt Wyman, uh, anybody. It doesn't matter. It can be anybody across from me. I'm going to go out there and literally just – it's a body. It's a shape, and I'm going to try and implement the game plan. I want to ask a couple more questions, and then I'll, and then I'll let you get back to, uh, to your fight week preparations. There's a big announcement on, on Monday that John Jones was relinquishing his title, moving up to heavyweight. That leaves a vacant spot, and Dominic Reyes versus Jan Blahovich was made for the light heavyweight championship. What's your prediction for that fight? Oh, man. Uh, honestly, I really don't have any good prediction on that. because I, I, I mean, 
Dom Reyes sounded like he did fantastic against John Jones. I forget what we were doing that night, but I fell asleep before the main event. Uh, so I've only seen Dom Reyes knock out Weidman, which he looked amazing, and Jan Blockwitz knock out Rockhold, which he looked amazing. So uh, I guess I'll say Dom Reyes because he gave uh, John Jones such a good run for his money, but I really I think it's like a pick em fight. I, man, I agree. I couldn't pick between the two. Um, and last question, man, what can we expect from you on Saturday night? You can expect a hard-fought 15 minutes. You know, I, I say that every single time, but that's the truth. That's what we prepare for. You know, it's always great. If I go out there and I land that first punch and he goes down, that's amazing. We'll go home. We'll celebrate. Fantastic. But I never planned for that. You know, and same thing. If I take him down and he gives his neck up, that'd be amazing. But uh, I know I have a tough guy in front of me, and I know that it's going to take 15 minutes of just a, a fantastic effort, like I did with Wyman, like I've done in fights before. So uh, i got to go out and win positions. I've got to win the footwork battle before we even start striking. I've got to hit and not get hit, and I've got to put him on his butt and hold him there and uh, make him want, you know, make him want out. So uh, 15 hard, hard, hard-fought minutes is all we can expect. All right, I'll ask one last non-MMA question. What sorts of things are you doing to kind of stay occupied? I mean, you, you had that quarantine. You're stuck in a hotel. What sorts of things are you doing to just keep your mind occupied? Yeah, uh, we've just uh, – Netflix, I bought the fire stick, always prepared. Uh, we do a lot of traveling for training camp, so I bought a separate fire stick for my gym bag. It never leaves. So uh, we watch, we've been binge-watching Last Chance U, which is awesome. I've never seen it, so that was really good. And then uh, right now, while everybody's kind of on some downtime, I was watching Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives because I guess I'm a uh, masochist, and I like to watch delicious food while I can't, while I can't eat it. But uh, in some way, it's almost therapeutic. I don't know. So – just watching TV. Uh, I've been reading some and just hanging out, man. We're going to get some fresh air out here in a little bit. We're out of quarantine, so maybe go walk around a little bit, not go inside anywhere. Kind of, uh, oh, sorry. Sorry about that. My wife tried to FaceTime me. Uh, but yeah, just catch some fresh air, walk around maybe at the strip or something and just, uh, you know, just soak in some of that good energy, good air and uh, enjoy our time here. Just trying to enjoy the journey, man. It's kind of nice. It's been very quiet. It's a good time to reflect. It's a good time to think about what we're doing, why we're out here and and keep the mission at the forefront. There is no family and friends running through the room. There's no, you know, your third cousin's here and wants to come in and see you before the fight because he thinks he's the most important person in your life. And uh, as much as it's great to have that support, this is a very different welcome change. So it's been great. I'm just going to try and uh, enjoy the time best we can and then make weight, fight, and then we're right back on a plane home. All right, man. All the best on Saturday. I'm looking forward to watching your fight. I was super impressed last time out. So I'm really looking forward to it. All right. Thanks so much, man. Have a great one. All right, man. All the best. Take care.